the Golf Podcast, presented by Golficity, where we bring you the tips, instruction, and support you need to get the most out of your golf game. And now your hosts, Frank and Mike. All right, so we're here at the Golf Performance Center. We've got Dennis, who's affectionately known here as the Tiger Slayer. We just found that out. Yeah, that's uh, uh, that goes back a long time. So uh, 31 years ago, now 1990, I'd be Tiger in the semifinals of the U.S. Junior out at Lake Merced in San Fran. So... Um, yeah, I, I got him. I got him while he was young. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I can imagine how many times you tell that story and people just, they think you're kidding. They think you're joking. Oh, I've it's had like, a lot no, of people. I'm serious. I'm serious. Yeah. A lot of people have dismissed it as just a joke. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> for sure. <laughs> well, today we, we just wrapped up with you a very informative lesson, uh, going through with the gear system. So that's one of the, I mean, there's a lot of different things you do here at the golf performance center. And we'll touch a little bit on that, but I want to really focus in on that because, Let's just start off by, by talking a little bit about what Gears is. Um, and also, I believe you're one of the only locations really uh, in the area to have Gears. It's fairly new technology, right? Yeah, it is. And uh, yeah, there are not a lot in the area. So uh, we do get people coming uh, from, from long distances sometimes just because they want that information. So, uh, you know, what we do here with the Gears, really, we identify, we, I call it the truth finder, as, uh, as we were talking about earlier. So... Uh, we want to identify, you know, from the dynamics of impact and, you know, how the club is acting and being loaded and, and delivered into impact. And then how's the person moving with their body? What are their swing tendencies that kind of dictate that delivery of the club? So uh, Gears uh, gives us that information. It's what's called 6D. Uh, there are different systems out there. You know, video would be 2D. There's 3D systems. But this is actually uh, 6D in terms of, you know, how it's capturing in so many different, uh, frames of reference and, uh, very precise. Yeah. I, precise is, is a, a word to yeah. for sure. <laughs> I mean, we were looking at some of the measurements and, and what's wild, Mike, I mean, the swing happens in a second, mm -hmm. right? Uh, and all the data points that we got out of it down to the hundredth of an inch. I mean, I think you said the thickness of a piece of paper is what it's measuring. Yeah. So it's tracking the cameras, eight cameras tracking the sensors on, on the person's body and then six on the club. So it's 34 sensors in total. Uh, and it's tracking those sensors within 0.2 uh, millimeters thickness of a piece mm -hmm. of paper at 240 frames per second. So uh, again, we're going to get information. We can find the what, if you will, uh, for sure. I mean, it's guaranteed that if you get on there, you're going to know what's happening. Now, that doesn't mean it's e you know you can right. change it in one swing, mm -hmm. right. but it's a great start to understand. You know, where are you? Yeah, swing flaws. You have nowhere to hide. <laughs> and we'll we'll, we'll dive into that more in a second too, because the the diagnosis happens fairly quickly between your keen eye and the data you're getting but it's really still about the the same adage is true you got to put the work in at the end of the day you know we we, we can yeah. discover it but just because we've got all that technology in the world it doesn't mean you're going to be a better golfer in one session it, no that, that's it uh, roger nick founder and owner here says that all the time you know the technology is is not everything um but it, it is a way to measure and yeah. get a baseline we believe that which can be measured can be improved so if you can periodically measure and show somebody you're actually making, you know, progress in how you're moving and becoming more efficient, you know, it's motivating to stay on that path instead of, you know, chasing swing thoughts, you know, for an hour and, and not getting anywhere. For sure. And go ahead. I was just going to say my aha moment for my lesson was my sway. And you found that out in all those data points. And then my question to you was, this is all great and good. And, and I've had countless coaches, like you said, the technology is and everything. I've, I've been told these things before. Question is, is like, how do we get it? as part of our routine and, and what's the, the struggle of, you know, we always go back to those old ways we say, right? So you gave me sure. a really great tip about, you know, just fight through those bad shots at the range and just build a game plan. 
Yeah, look, swing tendencies, these are motor patterns that are ingrained depending upon how long you've played and how many reps you have. I mean, they're pretty ingrained and in, really in, like in your nervous system. Uh, it's not necessarily muscle memory. So you're going to revert back to it. I mean, they're stubborn tendencies, right? They're particular ones uh, that, that are going to show up. But it's also related to your physical limitations. So mm -hmm. you know, ideally, we get more information on you guys with where you are with your function because we know that that's going to dictate your form and your golf swing. Um, so, you know, those tendencies, it's going to take a lot of work to really kind of override the system, you know, first to get the function where it needs to be and then override the system. So you have a new motor pattern that shows up, you know, yeah. when you play. Because I can tell you right now, if I went back upstairs and hit a golf ball, it would be the old way. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's been an hour since we've, we've done the lesson. So already yeah. I've kind of. Well, I think that that's way. where one big benefit from this side, you're on the teaching side, and we're on the student side. One of the big benefits is that visualization mm -hmm. that the gears provides. Sure. So kind of taking people back, if, if and we're going to have a video out of this that you guys can see where we both go through the lesson, because it's a very visual medium, so you can see a little bit more. But just kind of a brief description, we, we end up putting this full suit on, and, and the suit has little points of reference that you said they were reflectors that the cameras right. are picking up, and then we calibrated our clubs. So all told, I mean, you feel like you're about to jump into a video game exactly, or something, right. right? So we've got them all over our body in the club. And, and you, we went through the swing and you were able to see it. And I think for someone like you, you've been teaching golf for a long time. There's probably some things that you see off the bat, whether you've got that or not. But from my side, I think as much as you, you can explain it and it would make sense to you, being able to see it. We got to see on the screen the avatar of ourselves and we could slow it down as much as we want and you could see the numbers as they change. But as a student, I think that's what will help me and I can go back and relook at that data when I do slip back into the right. old habits. Do you find that that's kind of a common thing amongst the people that you teach? Yeah, absolutely. I think the visual helps a lot. I think, you know, it takes the the coach's opinion out or the teacher as, you know, everybody calls them, you know, I'm going to put this, you know, knowledge into you and everything's going to change automatically. So it, it takes the opinions out of it. I think people trust that it's an accurate measurement and, and it really starts to connect the dots for them. Uh, you know, when we do our five elements of success evaluation and we get all the information, the gears is kind of, I think, the central thing that brings it all together and makes sense of it all from physical limitations to where their equipment is. Uh, and then just how they're moving. So, uh, yeah, the visual part really helps. And I want to speak to that equipment thing too, yeah. because obviously this is, there's two parts of it. You have your equipment and then your actual performance, the way you swing the club. Um, you will even use this system as part of a club fitting, correct? Absolutely. Uh, right now they're, they're up there doing a club fitting. So, uh, again, starting with the dynamics of impact and then looking at how is the shaft being loaded. So it, it the shaft deflects and it droops. It actually acts in different directions, different degrees, uh, and that affects you know how the the contact point is, you know, angle of attack. All of that uh, is affected, and ultimately the smash factor or transfer of energy from club head to ball. So um, the gears is, is an integral part of our club fitting process. Yeah. Yeah, like I said, nowhere to hide, whether it be the golfer <laughs> or the club. You're gonna right. yeah. you're gonna really see it all on that system. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, I think a, a big takeaway for me was balance that we yeah. worked on in mind and, and kind of realized my, so a lot of my inconsistencies came from that balance. So the other part of what we were doing again, from a data standpoint, data collection was swing catalyst. Tell us a little bit about that. Yeah. So swing catalyst is, a, has a pressure plate and a force plate. So it's actually measuring ground forces. So when you're standing on the ground, you're acting on the ground, <clears throat> excuse me. And the ground is acting back on you at, at a one for one ratio. So that's your body weight, right? So as you move, 
to do anything athletically, whether it's throw a ball, you know, hit a baseball, hit a tennis forehand, you have to leverage the ground to create some speed or certainly rotational force, right? right. So uh, the, the swing cad is going to measure what direction you're leveraging the ground and then how much force you're applying. So it, it'll see if you're, there's a lot of lateral force or you know, towards the target or away or, or towards the target, rotational force, and then vertical force. So we're going to see how much uh, you're using those, those different forces. And that, that's really where the energy starts, right? Mm -hmm. You're going to start with leveraging the ground to transfer energy up through your body, ideally in good sequence. So uh, that's really the starting point of seeing are there inefficiencies just in how you're moving. And you told a wild statistic about long drive guys. Yeah, so long drive guys can get two, even, even close to three times their body weight into the ground in <laughs> vertical insane. force. Yeah. There, I think there was a long drive guy who had 750 pounds of force into That's the ground wild. at one point. Um, so, you know, he was a, a big guy. Uh, he might have been 300 pounds, but um, he could probably leap pretty high. It'd be pretty amazing how, uh, his vertical, that, which is something we test in our, in our uh, you know, with our athletes uh, three, uh, four times a year. Yeah, you got to get up on that vertical last time we were here, it's right? A, it looks a lot shorter right now. Do you guys love that? Because <laughs> that looks really easy. They lowered it to make you feel better. <laughs> um, and, and another thing that you said, and, and I, I just want to really key on this balance, especially for a lot of amateur golfers, and I know myself, like I, it, it took a long time for me to really put a focus on balance, but it's sometimes the smallest things that will make it click for you. And one thing you said was think about all the other sports, yeah. about how the goal is to knock you off balance. Sure. And then with golf, it's, it's us who are almost, we're taking ourselves out of, out of balance. Yeah. And we're putting ourselves in a position to not be able to deliver the club we want to be able to deliver it. Yeah, no question. I mean, you look at a pitcher. I mean, the pitcher's trying to get the batter off balance. You know, in tennis, you're trying to get the yeah. person you know, off balance because you're rendered kind of uh, you know, not as effective, not as powerful, not as efficient. Um, and people just don't work on it enough. They just don't understand the value of it. That's really the first primary fundamental that we talk about is ground forces. It starts with your stance width and your balance at setup. And then how do you, how do you move through the golf swing in balance or, or out of balance? And, and just identifying that, um, you know, just how you're leveraging the ground is a starting point, not grip, not ball position, not alignment. You know, just how do you move as an athlete in golf? Yeah, and that's what I like from a student standpoint about that swing cat is that I think ground forces are probably one of the hardest things to visualize. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But you can see it on the graphs in all three axes, and that just, again, it's something yeah. that helps make it click a bit. Yeah, for sure. I mean, it, it's most people, some people have no sense of balance. And right. Some people uh, just don't know why they're off balance, even if they do have a sense of it. So, yeah, I think the visual helps. And again, I think we can make sense. You can really get deep into it where you can make sense of the type of force and how much force and how does that relate to your movement and ultimately your club path. You know, some people try to connect those dots. For sure. Because one of those stats blew my mind on me. I was at 100% weight yeah. on the back leg and you were like, whoa. That's Which without that visualization, you may never believe it, right? I didn't right? Even feel that. Right. I don't right. even feel the weight because I'm not even thinking about that. And, you know, between the swing cat and the gears showing me the sway, showing the avatar kind of pivot, visually seeing it, it's like, wow, right. I have right no idea that I'm doing that. Yeah. Yeah, that, absolutely. Right. So, so the light bulb goes yeah. off. And I think, it, again, it's really motivating for people to say, all right, now I know an answer. Okay. So that's a great starting point because I think most people are just chasing something that they don't even know what it is to start with. And, and I think it's really deflating. And, you know, we talk about growing the game. I mean, people are leaving the game, you know, in droves and just out of frustration. Yeah. Yep. You know, they get hurt and frustrated and just don't understand that, okay, you know, where am I physically? What's actually happening? Mm -hmm. So, okay, now I can create a plan to actually change these things mm -hmm. and get better. Right, right. So, um, 
you know, you see people all the time when we go through the gears and, and they just get very excited to, to see yeah, the possibilities. That's the key yeah. word. I mean, without me seeing the visualization, I would have been like, Dennis, get out of here. You're nuts. I'm not <laughs> right, right. I don't feel it. You're right. nuts. Yeah, right. But it's right there. It's crazy. And that's yeah. just it. Like frustration so often comes from confusion. I mean, how many of us are out there were swinging like, what am I doing wrong? You're asking your buddies. Your You're like, guys, you seeing something? Because I don't know what I'm doing wrong. Here right. we see it. It's right there. Right. That, that My coach, a uh, great coach a long time ago that convinced me of that. He said the only reason I had anger on the course is because I didn't know what was happening and I, I was worried it was going to continue, right? It was going to continue right. to hit bad shots because I couldn't just self-diagnose. It didn't have the awareness. So um, this is, you know, everybody has gaps in their awareness in this game and it's such a precise game moving it, you know, such a, you know, such a ballistic move from the top to impact in less than a quarter of a second that, uh, you know, people need help just to get their awareness where it needs to be first, and then we can go from there. Well, that's just it. So that's the the next steps I wanted to talk to you about is we can gain that awareness fairly quickly using tools like this. We yeah. were both able to see a whole lot of our swing in a half hour. Yeah. What is mm -hmm. that next step? Where do where do do golfers go from there? Right. So I, I think you know the complete approach again with, with the five elements of success evaluation. They would have uh, we'd have an understanding of where they are functionality wise. And they have corrective exercises. So mm -hmm. one would be working on these corrective exercises, stretches, uh, to strengthen the right places, you know, get more mobility in the right places. So that would be a regular part of the program. Um, have a practice plan. So, you know, where do I allocate time and energy in the full swing, in the short game, in the putting, on-course work, mental work. So uh, it really it's creating a plan and then just diving deeper into, ideally with the guidance of a coach, you know, simple training aids, whatever kind of feedback mechanism you have, you need feedback, um, you know, to, to build awareness. You need immediate feedback. Yeah. And so you just need a plan that actually kind of organizes how you allocate time and energy, you know, to work on your game. And that plan ultimately is so unique because we're all different. Like, so for example, we may look at gears and see that we've got a limitation in our shoulder turn. It doesn't necessarily just mean we need to, we, we don't know how to turn our shoulders. It might be a physical limitation. So like everybody's Absolutely. body structure is different. And that's where in the, those other assessments, you're, you're kind of looking into that. Absolutely. Yeah. So it's, it's most people, uh, you know, most people think if they look at young athletes coming in that they're all like Gumby and that's not right, true. Right, right. Like I said, every single person that walks through our doors, you know, has some kind of physical limitation that can improve. So, um, yeah, I mean, for example, like you're, you're showing, you know, torso rotation. So we'll test athletes in good posture, you know, mm -hmm. what's their mobility right and left and we'll see asymmetries. But then are they even in good posture when they set up? Because once you get into poor posture, now you can't utilize the range of motion that you actually have. So, uh, you know, just diving deep into it and understanding, you know, how it all plays into how you're moving, you know, is really helpful. All right, guys, we'll get back to our interview with Dennis in just a second talking about gears. But first, just want to do a quick word from our sponsors. First of all, want to thank Titleist, guys. If you haven't checked out the new TSI drivers yet, what are you waiting for? Right? Seriously, what are you now. waiting for at this point? They are, we both, you and I have been gaming them now for uh, quite a few months. We had them down at Pinehurst, could not be happier with the performance. And today, even, I mean, you know, I know you were itching, you were working on it a little it's bit in there, on. working on that swing and, and just getting more yards, tighter dispersion. Uh, so if you haven't checked out the new TSI lineup, now's the time to do so. And if you get the opportunity to get fit, that is such a key component. Uh, they've got the featured shafts that are in the lineup that, that come with the club. So you 
you got a lot of variability that you can do right there to really dial it in because as we saw, if you if you guys watched our fitting, we got a lot more just from changing out the head to the new TSI. You should go watch that like, fitting, yeah. You've got to, you got to, it's seeing, we said before, seeing is believing. Yep. Seeing is believing. Right. But we've both been loving it. Make sure you go to Titleist.com. Check out the new lineup of TSI drivers because like I said, these are definitely a can't miss it's revolutionized our game. Yeah, do yourself a favor. Do yourself a Just favor. Just do it. Yes. Cool. And <laughs> and while you're at it, make sure you also go to footjoy.com and check out the new shoe finder uh, tool that they've got there. One thing that I think can be easily overwhelming is the number of options. Right. Uh, I, I think that it's, it's a benefit that FootJoy has so many different variable options that you can do, whether it's spiked, spikeless, you can really find the look you're after. But I think one thing that we've really learned over the last couple of years is really treating your footwear as equipment. It's mm-hmm. part of how your performance, and we've played in all different types of conditions. Oh yeah. All different kinds. Wet, soggy. We were just down in Pinehurst. Talk about different Right. And we were learning today about balance. Well, one thing that could be really hard to do is maintain your balance and apply that rotational force if you can't rely on having that stability from your feet. You've heard us saying it here, right? You really build that golf swing from the ground up. So finding the right shoe for you is super simple. All you need to do is go through. There's a couple of questions. It's going to steer you in the direction of what's going to work for you. Answer them in the shoe finder. Guys, got to check it out. Go to footjoy.com. Check out that shoe finder. You're obsessed with those premieres, huh? You notice now because every time I show up, I'm wearing them. I wore them the other day. They are nice. They are something. They are something. So check those out for sure. Good stuff. And lastly, just want to thank Golf Tech. Um, You know, they're still they're still offering this amazing deal. They have. I don't know how much longer we're gonna be able to say this. I don't know how much we can, but but it's still available. I just checked before this recording. Seventy five dollars for a fitting. Seventy five dollars for a swing evaluation. Guys, there's a hundred and ninety five locations in the country. So odds are there's got to be one near you somewhere if you live in the United States. Check out golftech.com/golficity. They're also doing their amazing clubs for a cause program donating used clubs uh, used clubs for people who just kind of uh, just want to kind of move on and get rid of the junk that's that's laying around their house so golf tech doing great things check them out one more time that's golftech.com slash golficity for sure all right let's hop back into our conversation with dennis talking about gears you know one of the things that stood out with me dennis is i think it was one or two swings and you saw my path and you saw the swing speed and you said, with your swing yeah. speed, you should be carrying the ball with this driver, like 275. The numbers were showing like 254, 250, because yeah. I have that that slice. And that's what I came here to hopefully work on. So I thought that was really incredible that you just dissected that right away. And that stu- stood out for me. Like, wow, I'm leaving so much on the table, 20, 25, 30 yards. That's one, maybe two clubs in. Score could be completely different. All because of that, you know, that swing. Sure. And I'm not getting back and not hitting up on the ball. I mean, it was a lot of variables getting thrown at us. And it wasn't confusing, though. And I wanted to tell you that you were saying, you know, you weren't, you're swinging down on the ball, you're not rotating, but the way you were able to break it down on the screen, at that point, I was like, all right, this is a lot easier than it sounds. Seeing so is believing. Helpful. Seeing is believing. Seeing is believing. So now yeah. I can take it out to the course and do those things and kind of break it down to those, just those three things you gave me to do, you know, with the rotation drill. And now I'm confident that I can go out and actually fix this thing. Yeah, if I put the time into it, of course. And yeah, great. No, that, that's good so, to hear. So, you, you. so you're motivated. Right? Like motivated. you said, you're leaving a lot on the table. So right? it's like, oh, wow, if I actually... I was nervous at first. I was like, what are yeah. all these numbers? I, I can't do this. Get away from me. But then yeah. you, know, you broke it down. It was... Yeah. And, it's and, a lot of information. Yeah. It but, definitely yeah. is. And, and one thing I was wondering, because Mike and I, our swings are, are so different as... All right. golfers are different, but there was some common things like sure. our spine angle that we looked at and things like that. Now right. you've done countless of these assessments. Do you find that generally there's a few things that are, are kind of common that, that come up a lot? Are there some things that some other, you know, yeah. our listeners out there should possibly be looking for? I mean, the overarching thing 
theme is that people don't necessarily rotate well in posture and maintain what we call dynamic posture. When we look at the spine angle from either faced on with the reverse spine or down the line, we see a lot of changes. So mm-hmm. uh, people just have a hard time because of phys- physical limitations. They haven't ingrained the motor patterns. They just don't maintain posture. If you don't maintain posture, it's hard to deliver the club the way that you want, mm-hmm. right? a good path, good angle of attack, all, all those dynamics. So um, sway reverse spine that both you guys had a little bit of yeah, or a lot did. of yep. is very common <laughs> yep. for sure. And, and that's, a, that's an efficiency killer and usually sets people up to come over the top, which most people do, and mm-hmm. most people slice the ball. So uh, those are definitely two common ones. Yeah. It shows how much love you guys put into, you know, posture and flexibility i mean look at the weight room state of the art here yeah Yeah. i mean so it is very important part of the game and i guess as we get older as our bodies get a little bit older it's getting harder and harder for us to do that so that's that's another thing we got to work on for sure yeah right but that's where we build in as golfers all those compensations exactly is when we do instead of ultimately correcting the issue a lot of times we we build in compensations that allow us to still as you said deliver the club square if possible even though you're starting from a point that's not super efficient so that's what you're really looking into here yeah exactly and that that's a lot of people's approach right so if you're cutting across it well let me just try to swing from the inside but you haven't actually gone backwards far enough to you know go forwards instead of backwards let me add another compensation on top of this chain it's a chain reaction right as we go through an order from setup to stance with to to sway reverse spine over the top. It's just a chain reaction of compensations that athletes are making to swing as fast as you can and control the ball as well as you can. Uh, so we, we try to work backwards, you know, again, from the ground up, from setup forward, slow to fast, and, uh, and, and that's how we do it. Yeah, and one of the things that I like about the, the visualization um, was, for example, taking spine angle. We're, we're talking about, sure, if, if you took a slow-mo of me and you put a line there, you'd see a little bit of movement. But when you're on gears, we're measuring, I mean, we're talking about five, six degrees. Yeah. It's not something that, I mean, for your eye, you may see it because you've been teaching for so long. But somebody like me, I may not notice it, but you won't realize how much six degrees can yeah. make a difference. So that's where, to me, those numbers were something that just kind of really helped me. Yeah. Oh, that, that's great to hear. No, I, and I, we see that all the time. Yeah. Um, look, I, I could see pretty well cause I've seen so, done right. so many reps, but yeah. you know, the, nobody can see like the gears. So, and that's, that's why we do it. Uh, you know, I think our, how we help as coaches is to really just help sift through the information, you know, get a baseline, build the plan, guide them through all mm-hmm. the obstacles that everybody's going to face different obstacles in this game. So it's, it's not necessarily all the technical knowledge that, that helps us help our players get better. Um, you know, I think the systems help a lot. And we came at it a little bit non-traditional for you and just coming in and just doing a gears. Yeah. If, if for, as you work through programs with people, where does the gears usually fall in that? Where do you normally put somebody on the gear system? Yeah, well, right in the beginning, we do want to get that baseline. Of, again, we're going to go through the five elements of success evaluation. Uh, we will go through our PDI, uh, full PDI assessment with, with our athletes. So they'll do a full uh uh, physical uh, screen, so the functional movement screen, power and strength tests, there are 10 of those. So we see where they are athletically. We'll have them hit 123 shots mm-hmm. uh, just to see their skills from two-foot putts to drives, uh, nine ball flights, driver draws and fades, flop shots, comprehensive tests of skills, and then the third part is you know scoring average and an up-and-down course. Uh, but in conjunction with that, we want to identify some swing tendency issues that, that we can address right off the bat. So you know, ideally we'd get all that information, you know, with the gears and then say, okay, and now we have a really good plan. Here's what you're going to work on 
when we, in terms of fundamental or technically, mm -hmm. here's what you're going to work on because Gears is showing us this, and here's the inefficiencies. Uh, but here's where your skills are. Okay, here's where you are athletically. So you, you have a comprehensive plan for improvement. And it's not like it's a one and done. It also establishes itself as a benchmark. So right. now you can come back and, and see side by side if all the other things you're working yeah. on has translated to the changes you want That's in a, those motions. Perfect. Yeah, we want to track progress because, again, people don't stay with the right thing long. They don't even know if they have the right thing right. that they're working on, and they won't stay with it long enough because they don't see the progress, maybe if it's the scores or whatever it is. But yeah. if you can show you know, small gains, just, hey, look, years, I actually had this last year with one of our athletes. It was very frustrated. It wasn't changing. I, we went on gears, and it, it had reversed spine. had changed dramatically. It improved dramatically. So now he was like, wow, okay, I actually have changed the way I move. Yeah. Um, so it was really motivating for him because he, he wasn't really sure. Right. So he's ready to abandon the whole thing and say, I'm going to go do something else because I haven't made progress. But so we, we want to track that. Yeah. Those small wins. I mean, those are what really keep us going towards that, those end big goals. But it's like yeah. what you said earlier, Mike, it said it's easy to slip back into those natural so tendencies. Yeah. It's so easy. But when you see it and you say, I, even though in this moment, because it's new to me, it may not feel right. It is right. And I'm doing it the right way because I can see it in front of me. I think yeah. that, again, I keep coming back to that visualization yeah. because that's what hit home the most for me. Absolutely. And, and as you're talking, I'm thinking, I'm, I'm, I'm going through this journey right now with my eight-year-old daughter getting into the game for the past three years. Now she's doing one-on-one -on -one lessons. Do you find that something like a Gears or this technology is better geared towards someone who's fresh learning the game out of the gate versus someone who's just trying to make a completely different change who's been playing for a long time? I mean, what do you think? Because yeah, you guys teach a lot of kids here. Sure. I don't know what the age group is. Do you have eight-year-olds that come through here? We do. Yeah, we, we, we always have. We, we've, we are you know, deeply involved in what we call long-term athletic development with, yep. with young athletes from you know, the age of three or four all the way up. Um, you know, really at, at eight years old, look, we, we believe that their development as a golfer starts with playing other sports, just mm -hmm. developing as an athlete, sure. actually setting them up to become good golfers, better athletes make better golfers, you know, in the long run. So, um, you know, I think for her, you know, playing a bunch of sports, you know, learning the game, uh, developing a love for the game. And ideally it's something she wants to do even more next year and the year after, I think is, is the most important thing. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm not sure if we've got a suit that fits her up there. So, <laughs> <laughs> but, but it's good to know. But and 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 it sounds like you're definitely all for that at a young age diversifying sports. Because I mean, one yeah. side of this is that because we can get so technical, oh, yeah. it can be almost where kids can get too specific and they just stay in this yeah. one channel. But you believe. I mean, we talk about the commonality of things like balance among different sports yeah. for them, for their development, for our listeners who have young kids who are developing, you, we would encourage them to, to be in other sports as well. Absolutely. You know, if she had poor balance, I might say just play other sports and go learn balance through that. You know, for you, you're at a different stage of life cognitively and just how you may process things and be able to apply right. you know, a practice plan and, and get into this kind of maybe sort of monotonous block practice that, that, you know, for her just wouldn't be any fun. So mm -hmm. she can develop that in other ways. So I, absolutely playing all kinds of sports is good. Rotational sports are, are yeah. really good. Yeah. Making it fun for them is definitely key. It keeps it. their attention. Yeah. Um, so obviously, like I said, we learned a lot. There's a whole lot here. I can't wait to uh, get the videos out so you guys can see the visual of it. And hopefully there'll be some stuff that you can relate to too. Some things that might be in your swing that, uh, cause as I said, as everyone's swing is different, there's some commonalities. We saw it between ours and I tell you that visualization really helps. But for the people who want to come and, and, and work with you directly, how do they, uh, what's the next steps? How do they get in touch with you? Yeah, they can just reach out, uh, look up on, on the golfperformancecenter.com. You can reach out to us 
and, and just to inquire about next steps. We have uh, programs for everybody out there uh, that, that want to get better. So uh, yeah, let us know. That's terrific. Well, I appreciate it. I, I'm looking forward to putting the work in, right? Absolutely. I mean, that's where it comes out to. Like I said, we know now, if nothing else, we can't use the excuse that we don't know. Yes, right? you're right. And when a coach says you're leaving 30 yards on the table, right. you want to put the, the work if in. If that's not motivation, <laughs> yeah, I don't exactly. know what is. We'll, we'll be checking up on you guys. Make sure you're doing Thank your you. work. A hundred percent. That's like I said, what I like about it is that we've got a benchmark now. Yeah. We've been on gears. We can do our work and come back to you and, and see if we've got that improvement. Awesome. So yeah, look forward to it. Yeah. Cool, Dennis. So yeah. thanks again. Thank you, everybody at the Golf Performance Center for hosting us today. Really terrific day. And uh, stay tuned because we'll be doing a whole lot more here soon. Thanks, guys.